你打开平时吧，那么说明别人呢？你把所有的东西放在了，看到江州东西的那吃了，那么喜欢别人呢？呃，那喜欢吃了，呃，多吃吃了，等于喜欢嘛？所以那吃了喜欢的了呀。
So um, in we're in the first part explaining that it is spontaneous and uninterrupted. In that there's a brief introduction and a detailed um, explanation. So we reach uh, the point in our explanation of the detailed explanation. So in the detailed explanation first present how it is uh, spontaneous and then how it is uninterrupted. So we are in the second how it is uninterrupted. And this explanation of how it is interrupted, uninterrupted has um, five sections, five parts. It's first a presentation of uh, the different uh, the differentiating terms, then explanation of the essence of their meaning, then how these um, are illustrated through analogies. Fourth is a detailed explanation of the analogies and their meaning. And fifth is um, summarizing how it is um, uninterrupted. And so we've covered up to and including the second section, the explanation of the essence of their meaning. And now we come to the third, which is how these are illustrated through analogies. ที่อยากเห็นมาจากการสอนเรียนเชื่อเชื่อสุดท้ายที่ตอนที่อินสระสมเด็จดีนั่นแหละอ่าจะว่าการเมืองต้องการสอนเอ่อองค์กิจสั
Um, so, um, as you've gathered, so uh, Kambu was saying that they, uh, there's one sentence here which uh, seems to be uh, m- misplaced in the Tibetans, Sangyegi Ningbo Chen Duzine. And so, and this is what so the uh, John mentioned in his uh, translation. He put it together with a fourth point. You know, caring for beings, one enlightenment has been reached, and it is it is seen that they possess the essence of Buddhahood. And so, Kambo says that this is where this sentence is placed in Jamukonto's commentary. So it is possible that uh, that makes more sense because there, where it is in the Tibetan, that doesn't make uh, sense. Um, so we come to the uh, next section. So uh, this um, I illustrated through analogies. So the um, it says accordingly, these six factors should be understood respectively as follows. So the ten levels, ten bumis, are like the ocean, and the two accumulations are like uh, the sun. Mm, enlightenment is like uh, space. And the element of beings, those to be cared for, is like a treasure. And the negative emotions that defile it are like the clouds. And the great compassion which destroy um, those obscurations is like the wind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> え、ジャムソトンタギオレ。で、なんしん、ちょうにで、にまなんたわでぞ。え、たち、ジュンジェンカルチェにジャロアレ、すよんじ。いしぎちゅ、むしらそびゆんでんぎ。ん、ん、
시인 비치르 존인 단이 니만 신당 탐제도 차베 자체와 타다 유메 비치르 남카디 가소리 대요이 최 탐제나 차바레 가소 대요이 최 탐제나 차바레 니 가소리 가정기 자체와 타다 유메 말에 니나 이제는 장축 챔보디한테 니소리 당연히 가소리 장축 챔보 추구 시온드니 So in the next section, we explain how those um, analogies relate to um, those uh, to the meaning that is to the different points that we mentioned. So text says, how do these factors resemble their analogies? So first, because they consist of the water of primordial wisdom containing the jewels of the qualities such as the pretendatural knowledges and so on, the levels are like the ocean. So the um, the first um, aspect which is illustrated is um, so the the actual cause, the substantial cause for the fruition of enlightenment, which is uh, the uh, the ten bumis, the different levels uh, um, on the path. And so those were uh, compared um, yesterday to an ocean, and so because it is like uh, it uh, consists of the uh, the water of primordial wisdom. So the path are endowed with this uh, primordial wisdom, that is this aspect of realization of the identitylessness of uh, things. So the um, identitylessness, this wisdom realizing identitylessness, wisdom of selflessness. And also it contains the jewels of the qualities, such as the uh, the super knowledges and so on. So we talked about this unforgetting memory and so on. So those were mentioned yesterday. Uh, you have like this aspect of water, that uh, or like the primordial wisdom would be like the the water for the oceans and all the qualities that are all the treasures that are found at the bottom of the ocean, and so all the richness of the ocean, and so therefore those uh, the first aspect the substantial cause that correspond to those uh, levels of the path are like the ocean. Second, because being what sustains the welfare and happiness of sentient beings, they are the sustaining basis, the two accumulations are the sun, um, are like the sun. So the, uh, the second aspect are the contributing circumstances to the reaching of enlightenment, and those are the two accumulations, the accumulation of merit and the accumulation of wisdom. And the example used to illustrate them um, is the sun, the example of the sun. And because uh, the sun, so it says, sustains the welfare and happiness of sentient beings. And so it, it sustains sentient beings. It really nourishes them. And it is uh, because of uh, the sun that sentient beings can 
uh, stay alive, can be alive, and so it is uh, very much has this 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 aspect of uh, nourishment or a support from the side of the sun for sentient beings. Like they they couldn't develop in the absence of the sun, and so it is the same also the two accumulations. The the path cannot you know unfold, cannot develop uh, without those two accumulations, and so the uh, the uh, accumulations the um, so nearly. Lamgi so just in the same way so that the sun so uh, benefits supports uh, sentient beings enable them to to be alive the, in the same way also the uh, um, the two accumulations so nourish uh, sentient beings and uh, support them and so that is why uh, the example of the sun is used in order to illustrate the two accumulations Third point is, because it is vast, uh, omnipresent in everything, without center or periphery, enlightenment is like the element of space. And so, enlightenment corresponds to this ultimate nature of things that is uh, beyond any, uh, any concept, any limitations, any center or extreme, and pervades everything. So it is uh, omnipresent in everything. Since it is the very nature of everything, it is omnipresent in everything. And so, it is uh, compared to... Um, Mizebachini, Panja 
呃，对吧？你年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年年
Um, so this uh, this fourth quality, so that corresponds to this aspect of uh, um, the uh, the example of the treasury or the the mine is like because uh, the element is the source of all this uh, wealth of qualities in a kind of in exist inexhaustible way. Mm, and the next so is um, the fifth is um, so the example of uh, uh, of the clouds, and it says because they are advantageous factors to be abandoned and because they uh, pervade uh, its nature um, and because they do not exist in or as the nature of the element negative emotions which obscure the early pure element are like a mass of cloud and so there are so there is this element which is like a, a treasury like a mine and then there are also uh, obscurations and the obscurations are um, it says because they pervade uh, its nature, so that is, pervades the nature um, of the element in the same way that uh, clouds, you know, pervade throughout space. They're all present, you know, throughout within them, within space. Then you find clouds, and so in the same way also. So there are those um, obscurations that uh, uh, cover the um, the element, but those um, obscurations so that um, pervade um, the uh, the element also are adventitious in the sense that they are not something that are primordially there, inherently there in the element. They are just adventitious, uh, like the clouds in uh, the sky, like uh, clouds in, in, in space. So they are, they are there, but they are not, um, they are not uh, changing, altering the, uh, the element in any way whatsoever. They are just, uh, just there adventitiously. And so appear in one moment and then disappear. And so it is the same. There are obscurations which are uh, adventitiously there and pervading through, uh, throughout the element. And so that's why they are compared to the uh, um, to the uh, those obscurations are compared to a mass of clouds. And because it remains ever present to the point uh, to point out the path and scatter those obscurations, great compassion resembles an irresistible and powerful ma wind so the um the next uh, example is uh, the wind to illustrate the aspect of the activity of the great compassion of the buddha saying that it remains ever present to the point to point out the path and scatter those obscurations so the uh, it is the example is this irresist irresistible and powerful wind so because the clouds were um harder dissolved uh, it is because of the wind. When there is a really strong wind that comes about, then you know they are all kind of uh, um, uh, dissolved and uh, and disappear. The clouds in the sky disappear under the influence of this powerful wind. And so, uh, the, in the same way, because of the great compassion, so those obscurations that cover the uh, that those cloud lights, obscurations that cover the element, are removed. And so that's why the great compassion is co uh, as compared to a powerful wind here. Sentient Tamji, Darwar Tamjawam, the Sentient Tamjis Korwe, Karsuri Dungal and Dalni, the number Tamji Kemba, Sangi Gopala, Kubi Chedo, the Tamja Yurwa, Dam Jede, 
Chili Dun Kuni Wangi Nebarchumi だ、ラムラロベカスヤン、センジンギドンド、だがそれ、え、ダムチェシャバ、ダンソレ。で、ダダジャンジュクトバナ、サンゲチャネヤ、ダニダセンジンギイン、センジンニ、インランシンギ、
So now it's a um, um, summary of um, this explanation um, on how it is uninterrupted, so how the uh, enlightened activity is uninterrupted. So it says, because earlier at the time they were practicing the two accumulations on the ten levels, they vowed to liberate all sentient beings and thus solely on account of the welfare of others have attained uh, definitive freedom. So that's the um, uh, the first uh, reason why the uh, uh, those in the enlightened activities are uninterrupted because um, of the cause. The aspect of the cause being that while training on the path, then uh, progressing along the different uh, bumis and uh, by means of the two accumulation, then they have um, um, on the way to attain so the definitive freedom that is the complete enlightenment. So they made this pledge that, uh, or they did that, um, uh, all those efforts, all those practices were done uh, solely for the sake of, uh, of others, of, um, of other sentient beings. Then they reach enlightenment, and because now, so that they have attained enlightenment and have seen that both they themselves and sentient beings are alike in the natural purity of the, of the element, they know their activity to be beneficial. So uh, um, then now so they have attained uh, enlightenment and uh, they see that there is uh, within the, uh, uh, the Datu, or the, that is the basic space, uh, they see that there is um, no difference between themselves and sentient beings and um, that they have uh, both uh, their nature is, is complete purity. And so, seeing that, seeing that there's not the slightest difference between their nature and the uh, and the nature of uh, sentient beings, that they are both equally pure, so that they see that there is uh, a definitive, um, definitively some benefit to engage in to the uh, enlightened activity in order to help sentient beings actualize that pure nature. But not only do they know that uh, there's some benefit in. Uh, in doing so, in the enlightened activity, uh, because they have not completely finished their undertaking of great compassion to eradicate the obscurations of the sentient beings of, of infinite universes, their activity is uninterrupted for as long as samsara remains. So again, not only do they um, know that uh, those activities are um, good and are beneficial for sentient beings uh, because uh, their nature is not different from, um, from the, the natures of the Buddhas but they actually do engage in those enlightened activity and help sentient beings and uh, they do that with uh, this uh, great compassion that is wanting to remove all the obscurations of sentient beings uh, of infinite universe and so uh, since there are still some uh, sentient beings that haven't been um, liberated from samsara so there's still for them some activities and so they need to pursue those activities so um, those are the um, um, to, so to summarize there are 
um, those uh, three aspects, the three reasons that are given here for the uh, uninterruptedness of enlightened activity. The first is the aspect of the cause, and that is while on the path, while uh, training, on the uh, progressing along the uh, the different bumis, while practicing the two accumulations, then um, I made the pledge to, uh, or they did that. Uh, for the sake of all sentient beings, in order to be able to uh, to save, to liberate all sentient beings, and uh, the second is that uh, in once they've reached the uh, the fruition, the result of this of this endeavor, reaching complete enlightenment, at that point, then they see the complete equality, the great equality between sentient beings and themselves, seeing that at the level of their very nature, the level of the basic uh, space, there's not the slightest difference between them and sentient beings. They are just a temporary kind of uh, obscurations that cover them. They just need to be removed. But in terms of their nature, there's not the slightest difference. So seeing that, they see that it is completely possible to do something about it and to help them and to uh, by engaging into the enlightened activity. And the third uh, point is that they have uh um they haven't finished to um there's still some sentient beings which are not liberated from samsara so therefore there's still uh, a point still a need to uh, continue with the enlightened activity and so those are the uh, um when summarizing is brought down to those uh, three points and this is how to understand those uh, six aspects of the uh, um, uninterruptedness of enlightened activities you know that was uh, where I mentioned yesterday we started on this you know mention those and try to see um, how does that relate to the fact that enlightened uh, activities and interrupted and so this is as was just explained so first because of this um, motivation while on the path this, this has been uh, doing progressing on the boomies by practicing the two accumulation done solely to benefit others is the first while reaching enlightenment then seeing there's no difference in terms of uh, the purity of uh, sentient beings at the level of basic uh, uh, you know, that they have the element and then uh, thirdly so seeing that there's a benefit in doing something about it and then thirdly so actually engaging with it since they're still sentient beings which haven't been liberated and so those are the, um, the way it is uh, summarized here the way to understand those uh, different points で、ニッペ、で、サンジゲチレンデ、デンツドシャナ、サンジゲチレシンガンデチラコウウエレシンジ、トンドキュミチェベギラシンニチェ。ラトンドキュンコンドシェベ、トンドナンジュンミチェベ
ね、だってなんでけ、つるだ。で、なしんとこはねばいいな。けがめばいい。とこはめばいいな。ね、ら、れがでんじゅまとがだし。で、で、ひんごれて、だかそれ。え。三時で、どまじんげんげんがや。け
as uh, as such. He appears as rising and as ceasing, and uh, at the same time as well, he um, his um, his activity says involves no thoughts, and so it is beyond uh, thoughts, beyond the uh, the, uh, the different uh, uh, concepts. Um, yet, uh, so those activities are spontaneous and implemented uninterruptedly, and so, so even though so the Buddha is uh, uncompounded, and or because it is uncompounded and um, involves uh, no thoughts, uh, is beyond concepts, then it is um, its activities are spontaneous and uninterrupted, and, and so, which might seem to be a a contradiction that um, because when activities happen so it appears that there is a beginning and an end so there's a an arising and ceasing yet the Buddha is compounded and um, also no actions can be done in the in the absence of thoughts usually it is thought that you know unless you know we kind of conceive of something we think about it and now I'm going to do this there's some kind of a, always uh, a certain level of thought process involved in any action so yet the um, the Buddha's um, activities are beyond uh, all thoughts and so those activities of the uh, Buddha who is in companion and uh, which uh, involve no thought happen so spontaneously and are implemented uninterruptedly and to um, to show that this is without any contradiction so there are those uh, different examples that are given so first that the appearing of his body is illustrated with the analogy of Indra the second the perfect expanding of his speech with that of the sound of the drum uh, third is the omnipresent wisdom of love of his mind with that of the clouds Fourth is his showing of all sorts of illusions with that of uh, Brahma, the, uh, the great god Brahma. The radiation of his primordial wisdom with that of the sun. The secret of his mind as being like the precious jewel. The secret of a Tathagata speech is like an echo. And the secret of his body as being like space. And lastly, his activity to benefit others is uh, like the earth. Mm-hmm. Okay. ニバディペニバディ。うん、ソングレクトン。ナダ。ディ。ドンケシンガネ。ドラムチュクジェレドン。ナダ。ドンギ。ドンギサウンド。サウンドオブザドラム。ディ。ドラムディ。ディ。カ
Um, so there's an important also clarification <coughs> made here is that, uh, regarding the second example. It says, um, the perfect expanding of a speech with that of um, the sound of, of the drum. So it's not the sound of an ordinary drum. It's not just the sound of any drum. It's the sound of the drum of the gods. And this distinction is important because the drum of the god doesn't—you don't need to beat it for uh, for it to resound sound. Whereas you know our ordinary drums, unless we uh, beat it, and uh, and so this sound is said to uh, resound naturally. The uh, the melodious, uh, the the mel natural melodious sound of the uh, of the drum of the gods, and so this is uh, the sound of the drum of the gods. Okay, so, um, and again, within, so clarify further, within the drum of the gods also, uh, it is only, so the, the great drum of the gods, the one which resounds this uh, natural. Uh, melodious uh, sound, but is actually naturally resounding the sound of the the four seals of the Dharma, you know that, or um, uh, um, compounded phenomena, impermanent, and so on. So, and this uh, is uh, the drum that is referred to here. So, the great drum of the gods, not any drum of the gods, because actually there's some seems there's some drums there that you need to beat as well for uh, for them to produce sound. Mm -hmm. So it refers only to that particular drum that you find in the gut realms that doesn't need to be uh, beaten to resound sound, but resounds naturally. So this may is just sound of the four seals. ดังจะติดสู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้สู้
샤르와 那我们的下一场考虑的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有的人们所有
he acts for others' uh, benefit. So the uh, activity for the uh, for the sake of others, without um, any kind of thought or concept involved. And um, so first, uh, there's the uh, the analogy presenting uh, presenting the analogy itself, the example, and then second is uh, the meaning that it illustrates, and so relating that to the explanation, and come to understand uh, so further this um, uh, what is meant by. Uh, acting for the uh, for the benefit of others without any uh, thought involved on the basis of that analogy. So first, the illustrating analogy. The appearance, uh, there are four sections. There's first, um, the appearance of the reflection on the pure ground. Then, a people's application of uh, virtuous actions. And through those virtuous actions, they attain the desired state. And then, lastly, without any effort, the goal is bro brought about. So first, the appearance of the reflection on the pure ground. So it is as, as if were the whole ground here in Jambudvipa to be transformed and take on the pure nature of a precious barrel uh, because the ground would be extremely pure reflecting in it like an image um, appearing in a brilliant mirror Indra, the lord of gods, gods at the summit of Mount Meru would be seen together with his measureless retinue composed of hosts of goddesses and so on all around him so it says that the uh, um, mm, mm, I was set on kind of lapis lazuli, but it seems the footnote indicates that uh, how do you say that barrel 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 whatever it's a fire um, well yeah or sometimes known as lapis lazuli. But the thing is that. This uh, so this is this uh, this precious stone that makes the uh, that is the um, uh, it says the whole ground so that is the the basis you know and the, the really the uh, foundational uh, kind of ground in the, uh, of the world is made of uh, this precious uh, stone this precious stone being um, being shiny you know when it is when it is clean it is shiny when there is no uh, kind of dirt on it no no. Um, dust or anything this one is really clean it's just you know shining like a and reflecting everything on it and uh, you know like imagine it's really clear clean uh, uh, floor and so this uh, burial or um, lapis lazuli so has this uh, this ground has this quality of when clean you know has the ability to uh, reflect everything in this way and so this is uh, the ground on the uh, so on the um, southern side, you know, on the side of the, the Jambudvipa, the southern continent, and the, as you know, corresponding to also the um, the southern side of Mount Meru itself is also made of the same uh, stone. Um, and at the top of Mount Meru, so there is the um, uh, the abode of the 33, um, among other god realms, where, where um, Indra lives. So this is the abode of, uh, of Indra. The um, abode of the uh, the god of the thirty three, and um, there so um, he lives so as it says at the uh, summit of Mount Meru, um, and <coughs> so Indra uh, reflects in this on this uh, ground, you know, this really pure uh, when it when it's really clean, you know, and uh, had this kind of um, reflective quality about it, and so therefore. It's like this brilliant mirror, like this really clear mirror, where Indra, so uh, the Lord of Gods, uh, of the Gods who re resides at the top of Momir, reflects. And also uh, all the, uh, uh, his, his retinue 
all the the beings around him also that lived in this uh, abode there reflect on the on the on the ground and the lord's residence that is the um, the place where indra leaves his palace is the called the supremely beautiful all victorious mansion also uh, reflects on this and the uh, other god realms such as uh, the citadel of the joyous to beho behold and so on also reflect and all there are many different features such as measureless uh, palaces um, uh, of those uh, of those gods then also um, re reflect ラワンデイシャイカ。コロジャンバス。コロロ、コロイテンバスソ。そうで。ジャイカンコロイテンバスね。ジャイカンゲワラ。コロロ、ダンデネネ、ユメンド。ヤマチッカソで。え、シャイ
because um, it says so it says this uh, the, the, the beautiful the supremely beautiful palace of Indra which is called the all victorious mansion so reflects on the um, on the on the ground yeah made of jewels um, and it says the other also uh, places, you know, the other kind of cities and places so within that got Ram also because it's not all, and it's not just you know his palace in the uh, in the boat of the third three, but there are many other kind of abodes or places uh, where other be uh, beings live also uh, kind of a, uh, also reflect on the on the ground. Um, so. Um, mm, those which are, as it says, you know, um, places, cities that are uh, really uh, pleasant to uh, to look at or uh, really uh, uh, enjoyable places, and so those are um, reflect on the ground. And then also, so the uh, um, the uh, so the palace of this god. So it's not um, it says there are many different features, such as the measureless palaces of those Indras. So more it talks about. Uh, Basically, the uh, uh, the palace of Indra, you know, which has many different features, such as says led by the will, and so the uh, Kempo was not so clear about what uh, that would refer to, maybe to the fact <laughs> that they are. <laughs> So, um, so here we're talking because the uh, so the the meaning led by the will, you know. So we are here we're talking about the characteristics of uh, this palace, you know, a little bit, just mentioning how it is, you know, made and built and. Uh, and so in this discussion, and usually, so when when you say um, this expression called jumper would be you know, um, like pulled or you know led by the the will, so you would have like that would could mean you know like the palaces are mounted and on wheels, and so the but um, says I've never heard anything like that, nor ever read anything that goes in that direction that says that you know the palaces of the gods are like chariots or. Uh, that so I, I'll have to check that I can I get back to you tomorrow uh, on this. But basically, what it's saying is that you know all those features, all those beings living there, you know the uh, the abodes, the places, you know everything that just reflects on the on the on the ground. Down so it says uh, the ground, the fields, the streets, and all the many objects made of uh, divine substances, so that exist in the. Uh, um, abode of the 33 where Indra lives so all reflect on that uh, ground and the uh, basic ground made of this burial or lapis lazuli or um, whatever uh, really um, mirror-like kind of uh, clean precious stones mm. <coughs> Data 
呃，可能当地那些这康山的各巴的，啥啥啥些那新新的，比如南山那说吧，哈，我们到龙珠去吃的时候吃到那，就南京多啊。但是我们这个脚巴车没办法，这个东西，但是没得做，通过了。你讲
to be able to to get there to uh, obtain uh, those riches as well. Hmm. <coughs> Sudimsumala ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、ま、
for getting such a status. And so, um, so the, therefore, by means of, uh, uh, through the positive actions, the virtuous actions, such as keeping discipline and so on, so uh, they, uh, they follow, try to get, you know, where the uh, uh, Indra and so on, all the gods and uh, everything that they see, this uh, reflection, then uh, mm. <coughs> <coughs> ดิภาเจติเจเนรอ่าเจไฮวงบอดจาจิงกีสุญีดิมาเพชฌาบอรอ่าเพชฌาบอรมาดิไฮวงบอดจาจิงกีตุงงุนสุเพชฌาบอม
of those human beings to Jambudvipa is just their reflection that appears to those sentient beings. And so it says Shepa means, means without here with um, without knowledge or without that could be rather without cognition or without consciousness. That means it's just a reflection. A reflection doesn't have a, a consciousness or like a you know thought or intent. You know, there's no uh, mind. So this mindless uh, reflection is the basis for those sentient beings to form the wish to really uh, follow in the in the footsteps of uh, Indra and also acquire the same riches. And so, and it, it appears quite unlikely actually that uh, um, those human beings will not be aware that it is just a reflection, you know. And just look at the ground, this blue ground, and then they see the uh, uh, the gods and so on. And so uh, most likely they're aware it's a, it's a reflection. But um, so, so Kempo say I'll, I'll, I'll uh, investigate further into that, and then uh, tomorrow we'll, we'll clarify, clarify that. Um, and so, um, but basically, so the point is that, you know, seeing what, uh, what's interesting, the reflection um, of the gods, um, it's just so this mere reflection is the basis for sentient beings to think to those human be- for those human beings to think oh I want to get this as well I want to get to that you know same riches and powers uh, as Indra and uh, the way to to do this is to really accomplish positive actions and so therefore they really uh, make you know all the uh, efforts they can in order to get that uh, supreme result and mm, by accomplishing virtuous actions of course that they will reach the uh, they will be reborn as uh, as gods um, as a result Eh, so without 
effort the goal is brought about. So that's the fourth aspect of the, um, of the example. This image of Indra, which appears in the ground of a burial, does not have the slightest thought, I will get the people of Jambudvipa to practice virtue, nor does it make any effortful movement. It is so indeed, and yet since it actually guides the human, uh, humans living on the earth to, uh, the to the level they long for through their virtuous practice, through its uh, great goal, it makes its uh, presence uh, felt. So the um, basically, uh, so this fourth aspect ref uh, refers to the fact that um, it is because of the reflection of Indra uh, and the uh, on the ground that um, human beings take to practice virtue, and it is not because of uh, any effort on the part of Indra saying I'll, I'll go and you know and uh, and show this and that to sentient beings so that uh, to human beings so that they start accumulate virtue. It's just uh, the reflection. There's no intention. So that's why it says it is uh, effort. Uh, it is without any effort that the goal is brought about. So it brings about. Uh, the uh, the goal without any effort on the part of Indra is just the reflection. By seeing the reflection, they understand the need to uh, practice virtue. As a result of virtue, they attain that um, that state of uh, uh, of the gods. And so it is without any uh, any intention. So on the part of uh, of Indra, any movement, any 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 particular effort, anything. He didn't do anything at all uh, to uh, uh, to help sentient beings uh, practice virtue. It's just his, um, his reflection. So this is the example. Chimbasore, Rangsem Sangi Ah,
Next is the meaning that it illustrates, and there are also four sections as with the uh, the analogy. So uh, correspondingly. So first, in pure minds, it is perceived as uh, the rupakaya. So the um, that is the Buddha. So just as in the analogy, likewise, those with faith, endeavor, mindfulness, and so on, is undefiled. In other words, they do not have faith in opposing uh, opposing fa factors. Will gradually train their mind streams in faith, endeavor, and the other qualities, due to which their own minds will be clear, and in them will appear the body of the perfectly enlightened Buddha with his 32 major marks and 80 minor ones. So, so he says, just as in the analogy, so in the analogy, when the, uh, the ground uh, made of a precious stone of a burial is clear, then it's, it's really clean, then everything reflects in it. But then when it is uh, sullied by um, dirt or, or dust, then things cannot reflect, uh, like in the mirror as well. And so, it is the same also those whose mind is uh, is pure meaning those who have uh, those qualities those different qualities of faith of uh, endeavor or mindfulness and so on um, wisdom concentration when they have those qualities then um, then their mind becomes pure and they, they have the capacity to see so the uh, or the um, the rupakaya of the <coughs> buddha with his uh, 32 major minds and 80 minor signs, so reflects in the mind, so the Rupakayas appear in the minds of those sentient beings in much the way that uh, the uh, Indra reflects on the, um, on the ground when it is uh, clean. Sometimes he will be walking back and forth, or standing up, or sitting on a seat, or lying asleep on a bed, or acting in many different ways, such as visiting a city, or speaking the teachings of the peace of nirvana, or sometimes not speaking the teachings but remaining perfectly in meditation, performing miracles such as displaying magical power with the great majesty and brilliance of his uh, circle of light, 
like an oil drenched burton lamp the shape of a human uh, body mm, and thus will these sentient beings uh, see him so So the um, so the Buddha so will appear in all those ways for those whose mind is pure, as who have faith and so on, all those different qualities, and not their opposing factors. And so appearing, so the uh, the body of the says the um, the great majesty and brilliance of uh, the body of the Buddha uh, encircled by light uh, will appear to sentient beings, um, and it's, so it's like a an all drenched butter lamp that is um, that uh, allow one to see the shape of a human body. So that is when the uh, when there's uh, oil in the battle lamp, so the battle lamp, you know, is um, uh, can be a, a light and uh, and do not uh, do not die, and um, so shedding light on the uh, on the things that are around it and like the uh, the shape of a of a human body, and so we are able to uh, distinguish this uh, shape of a human body, and so um, it is the same also because of the mamig numdi ま、みんなで、みぎそうすなんでよまるわ。ま、みんなで、みぎそうま、ガソレ。みぎ、ナンバーよまるわ。みぎそうせねえだ。みぎ、いびよま、いびよま。ああ。ただ、三月で、いび
it is a human, uh, like Berlam that would have like the shape of a human body. And uh, to explain that, that is, uh, so the uh, uh, illustrating, you know, the, the Buddha here, you know, we're saying that the Buddha has this luminous body, you know, in the in this uh, circle of light, or, and so it's like this. Uh, it says all drenched butternam. So that means it's butternam that, that do not die. You know that uh, provides uh, light continually, and the shape of this butternam, because a, a butternam has a, a doesn't you know have a particular shape. You know, but here, so it is like a butternam that doesn't die. That always you know provides light, but in the shape of a human uh, of a human being, because the Buddha appears as a human being to us, isn't it? So. That is the uh, the idea here. Is it clear? Did I confuse you more? Good. Dick ちげ、で、だぞ、その頭の感じ。で、で、その道行くと、そのまま、ちゃんに、ハソンを出るもんね、マニモシェ、ケタブシバの。で、で、マシェはいないやん。いない。ちげ、ちげ。ちげ、
you know what the uh, example you know uh, seeks to il illustrate you know uh, so it is just uh, here illustrating the fact that if when the ground is clean it reflects mm -hmm. when it is not it doesn't reflect now when it's in, in the same way also when the mind is pure then you are able to see the, uh, the Buddhas so this this is just the way that this example is used is not like you know all the other you know, many different aspects of like the, the path that you consider is just in, in, in relation to that you know this is the particular thing that it illustrates when mind is pure you see the Buddha when the ground is clean then you know it reflects <laughs> で、ゲオマさんの坂本もあるし。で、ゲオマさんの坂本もあるし。で、ゲオマさんの坂本もあるし。で、ゲオマさんの坂本もあるし。で、ゲオマさんの坂本もあるし。で、ゲオマさんの
for that. But I thought mnemonicai, you know, you can see that that's it's kind of normal. But you can see with ordinary perception, you can see mnemonicai. So. うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。うん。う
So it is said, for example, it manifests, you know, the, the Buddha manifests also the Nimanakayas in the realm of the animal as like the king of the animals, as the lion, he manifests also among the Haram as Haram beings. And uh, I'm sure also there uh, must be Nimanakayas in the West and, uh, you know, then they won't have the uh, all the major marks, uh, if you know, because... Uh, one of the major marks that was mentioned was the, you know, the dark hair, and uh, so it might be that, you know, if you have a Narmanakaya, they might have blonde hair. So then, you don't have all the marks, you know, if you have blonde hair. So um, they can manifest in all different ways. Third, I have a question on uh, page fifty-five. It says the Buddha's qualities on the blind ground, which contains all one beings. And I wanted to ask how this comes about. How is the ground? Can you repeat that now that everybody has flicked their pages? Page 55. And it says, in the middle, the Buddha's qualities are sublime ground which sustains all worldly beings. And I wanted to ask how he uh, is the sublime ground, how this comes about. Question makes sense? Question makes sense? <laughs> Where is it? I didn't. Where is Sublime. Sublime. On the one hand, Buddhist qualities are the sublime ground, which sustains all worldly beings, and therefore, like the earth. Yeah. And so, so what, what's your question again? How is he the ground for all? How does this come about? And how is he the ground? Then Sangi so, uh, so here you don't you know hold too tightly in the words but see the intended meaning and the intended meaning here when it says you know it's the support it's like the earth or um, uh, it's a support like the earth for uh, sentient beings so 
the earth is uh, meaning that the earth benefits sentient beings you know it is you know otherwise we'd be falling through space or you know so it's just you know it provides support from us it provides you know it's like nourishing us allow us you know to go and things like that and so this is you know all those benefit that the uh, it is you know the ground on which we can build our house and so on so the earth benefits sentient beings so this is the aspect of benefiting here that is important and likewise also those enlightened qualities are what very much benefit sentient beings you know lead them help them to remove suffering and so on so it is this aspect of it's from the the sense this perspective of benefit that this So here we're talking about those actually those different elements, you know, those primary elements, and how they benefit, you know, sentient beings. How they, you know, they bring something to sentient beings, and so likewise also the Buddha qualities, the enlightened qualities, bring something to sentient beings. It is something different, you know. That what the other elements are bringing, you know, it's not saying that it is the same, and so it is say in general in the same way that you know the earth supports the uh, um, what was it the water brings together. So it's not like you know like the um, the the enlightened qualities bring together, or it's not like the enlightened qualities support you know in the way the earth does or brings together in the way water does and and so on you know ripens in the way that fire does. Because then if you start to explain each one individually, that might yeah, be a little bit of a funny kind of explanation you're going to end up with. So it's more from that perspective of being of benefit, you know, mm-hmm. and in the same way that, you know, those uh, elements are essential for sentient beings, so in the same way also the... So both are benefiting sentient beings, the, the primary elements benefit sentient beings, the Buddha qualities benefit sentient beings, so that, you know, meets at the level of the example, but the way in which they benefit sentient beings is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that okay for tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From <laughs> Thank you.